Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America Voice. Um, this is the program that shows you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and make your dreams come true as well. We are in our 21st year here at Voice America and uh, very happy to bring you just amazing people, and today's no exception. Today we are talking to Robert Schneider, who has written dozens of books on the power of decisions to impact your life and your work and notes that there are many paths forward out of an unsettled time in your life. And through these stories, you find inspiration. And today, he's talking about his newest book, Nailing It, How History's Awesome 20-somethings Got It Together. And he talks about luminaries such as Steve Jobs and Albert Einstein and Maya Angelou and Sally Ride, who had very difficult personal circumstances. They overcame great obstacles. They defied their critics, and they forged new paths for themselves. Welcome, Robert. It's great to be on the show. Thank you so much. Voice of America is really one of the special platforms in the world. Yeah, well, thank you. Yes, it's Voice America, and yes, and we're one. He was still one of the first in terms of internet radio to do this kind of radio. So yes, thank you. So um, let's talk about um, you. You profiled twenty-five men and women across history who right. took risks. They were oblivious to criticism, and they exercised that laser-like focus on their objectives. So, um, why did you decide to write this book? I felt that there were a lot of young people out there who uh, needed to figure a way, they had a lot of talent, to accelerate their talent and make a difference in the world. I did it because the world, in my opinion, is too much driven by older men and women today. And we need to see young people out there. I did it because I wanted older men and women to be in a position to advise young people and to help them move ahead. Everybody in the book uh, started uh, in, in very basic ways, some of them in pretty negative ways, but everybody in the book uh, had a dream and everybody in the book advanced their dream and mm-hmm. it became quite successful. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a common denominator, Robert? Do you think there's one thing that all of these people have in common that got them over the hump? I do. I do. The one thing that got everybody over the hump is, at the end of the day, they believed in what they did. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. looked into themselves, and they said, you know, I do some pretty important things. A lot of people don't know it. I'm going to now advance it. That, I think, mm-hmm. got many people over the hump. And if you take Mozart, who was the first oh, one of the Oh, my book, favorite. My uh, favorite, yes. Mozart was really denied uh, creating music by his family. They didn't want him to do it, but he did it. And uh, he did it because I wasn't there, of course, but he believed in it. And look at what happened. Many people like that. Einstein, same kind Mm -hmm. of a situation. Einstein was a Swiss uh, postal operation going nowhere. And uh, again, I wasn't there, but I think he kind of sucked it up, pulled up his trousers and said, something's going to happen because I'm showing up. So everybody in the book is like that. Uh, mm-hmm. People like Daumier, the incredible, uh, uh, in my opinion at least, 
uh, incredible uh, French artist, was generally uh, derided by Cezanne and Chagall and all the others and uh, as not an artist. But Daumier's work was phenomenally successful, and he really drove opinion in France at the time of his work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty amazing. Well, I, I think what you said about really believing in yourself, particularly when you you know you get knocked down or you get knocked off your horse, you know, being able to say this is important work. This is something I just want to keep doing, but uh, but it's not easy. It's not an easy road. Um, what do you think are some of the strategies that these people have used, or in your work with people, you've seen people use to get back up when they've been knocked down? Uh, that's tough. We, we all get knocked down uh, many times in our lives. And first of all, you have to say to yourself, uh, I'm an important person. Uh, I have something to deliver. And yeah, I just suffered a bad shot. And there are other mm-hmm. people out there who delivered it, or society delivered it, or my company delivered it, my organization mm-hmm. delivered it. Mm-hmm. But I can overcome that. And I have ideas and thoughts that uh, can overcome that, and I intend to do it. I need to show myself for who I am. I want people around me to admire admire me and feel good about mm-hmm. me. And I want to mm-hmm. have the chance to do more in terms of my life and career. I think that's a very big thing. I think that uh, I remember a man one time had a terrible problem. Uh, he had been just really dismissed from his organization. And he went up and he met with a rabbi in New York, and they sat inside the rabbi's tabernacle for probably two or three hours. And the mm-hmm. rabbi just talked to him about the fact that he was a good person, and there was no reason he should have been dismissed. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy went on to become a really significant player mm-hmm. player in society. A lot of that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I want to talk. I want to. I would like to expand on what you just said. You know, the power of the encouragement of other people. We don't realize that those words we use can make such a difference, both positive and negative. You can say something and it can destroy someone, and you can say something and it can help them. Speak to the power of the word and encouragement and, and support. Words are very, very important, and finding ways to uh, buck people up, tell them that they've got a future. Remind them they've got a good idea. Tell them there's opportunity. Very, very important. The worst thing you can do is discourage people and say, this isn't very good. Uh, you really got to rethink this. Those are not great ideas. The best thing is to say, you got something here. Let's figure out a way to shape it and do even more with it. Because you have something that could really make a difference out there in society. But give people the chance to feel as if they could do something. Very, very important. Well, you know, uh, without mentioning any names here, we've had so much recently with the name calling and bullying. We've seen it. Uh, we've seen it. And now it's it's spread in a way. Speak to that, because I think that, you know, the bullying and, and a lot of it's on social media is just very detrimental in terms of helping people really succeed. There is a lot of name calling. I honestly believe that people who engage in name-calling are insecure, and they're weak. And the reason they engage in name-calling is they want to try to make themselves feel better. So uh, we're all called names. We're all attacked from time to time. Just brush it off and keep on going. I know that's hard to do, and sometimes it might hurt you to the quick. 
one. On the other hand, if you can do that, it'll make a big difference in your life. So yes. when someone takes a shot, just thank them and uh, keep on going. Hmm. Now, in the book, you have uh, 25 people that you have highlighted. Um, one is Maya Angelou, who I have to tell you, I had the honor and privilege to interview twice. And it was the most amazing, most amazing woman. I mean, she was abused and raped as a teenager, and she found the spirit to turn those sufferings into poetry and prose that moved our nation. But there wasn't one ounce of bitterness in that woman when I interviewed her. There was such joy and love from all of that, you know, difficult beginning. So it was pretty interesting. Talk a little bit about Maya Angelou. Uh, an extraordinary woman who uh, had terrible problems in her life, uh, problems that would have normally uh, brought people to their knees, uh, but who kind of looked in the mirror and said, I count for something. And there are things out there, there are people out there, there are institutions out there, there's a society out there, I can do something. And put her uh, very able skills in terms of dealing with other people and taking other people up to the mountain to work. And she made that all work. It was really quite remarkable. Uh, there were many times when she was brought uh, into harness and people said, you really shouldn't do this or you should have gone far enough. She never accepted it. She always said, we're really just getting started. I think that's a big yeah. part of her. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Now, your title, Nailing It, How History's Awesome 20-somethings Got It Together. And one of the things you've written is that for millions of millennials – Although this should be a key transformation full of adventure and freedom, it's um, been temporarily halted. And part of that has been because of, of the pandemic, um, other reasons. But so did you write this to encourage uh, a lot of 20-somethings to just say, listen, this is a hard time, but look at all of the people who've made it who also had a hard time? Uh, I wrote it for that reason, but uh, I think if you just look back over the past 20 or 30 years, uh, when young people have stepped forward, and there are great examples of this, uh, things have changed. And I wrote it because I think society is right now at a point where if young people step forward, they can change things. They can make things different. Again, not to uh, attack anybody in the White House or who wants to be in the White House, but it would be great if we had somebody in their 30s or 40s in the White House motivating young people, and uh, mm -hmm. we need to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. Big companies uh, could put people at the head of those companies, and uh, we don't need a 75-year-old person. I don't want to be critical of that person, but there's an opportunity for young people right now. Mm -hmm. I, I, I honestly think boards of directors, and I serve on a group called directors and boards, boards should realize this and say to themselves, let's put Sarah or Johnny into the game here, because mm -hmm. they bring a freshness that uh, we don't currently enjoy. That freshness can change our company, change our organi organization. Yeah, and, and that's true, and yet look at someone like Colonel Sanders, Robert, who was in his 60s, and he transformed uh, every, I mean, look at what he did, and he made tremendous ripples, not just, as you said, not just for uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, but for other fast food chains. So it can happen when you're older. It can. Uh, Sanders uh, is known to me, and 
again, he was at a point in his life, real nader, where everything had kind of collapsed and nothing was working for him. But what he did was he came up with an idea and it became Colonel Sanders' Kentucky Fried Chicken. Very successful. He was a great promoter himself. But what he also did was he took other men and women uh, who were uh, knowledgeable of him and took them to a new level. The reason Wendy's, the hamburger chain, exists today is because Dave Thomas was a disciple of Harlan Sanders. That's true for people at McDonald's and Burger King and many other places. All of those basic rules that Sanders put in place, that he yeah. tested, uh, are still working for these other organizations. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break on that note, and we're talking to Robert Dillon Schneider, who's the founder of the Dillon Schneider Group, uh, headquartered in New York and Chicago. The firm provides strategic advice and counsel to Fortune 500 companies and leading families and individuals around the world with experience in fields ranging from mergers and acquisitions and crisis communications to marketing, government affairs, and international media. And we'll be back talking about his new book, Nailing It, How History's Awesome 20-somethings Got It Together, where he introduces us to 25 men and women across history who took prudent risks and and threw up all against all odds and made it happen, including Albert Einstein, Helen Keller, Rudolf Nureyev, Steve Jobs. So we'll talk more about that after the break. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to Melody Edmondson's The Space of the Waste radio program. This companion piece to her successful guidebook series, The Space of the Waste, focuses on body types and how to make your waist length flattering, no matter what your body type is. Guests include designers, merchandise managers, factory owners, and more. You'll also find out what accessories will complement your body shape and waist length. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Listen for Go to Health Radio, featuring host Jonathan Marks and health experts from around the world who bring evidence-based education from Western, alternative, and holistic practices. We bring together you, seeking relevant and proven information for your healthcare needs and reputable healthcare experts and companies who offer quality education for your benefit. Monthly, we also share continuing education for medical professionals. Listen live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You 
are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and we are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Program, and my guest today is Robert Dylan Schneider, and he has a brand new book, and his book is called Nailing It, How History's Awesome 20-somethings Got It Together. And he introduces us to 25 men and women across history who took prudent risks, were oblivious to criticism, and exercised a laser-like focus on their objectives. And Robert Dylan Schneider has written dozens of books on the power of decisions to impact your work and your life and and help uh, with adversity. And he's the founder of the Dylan Schneider Group, headquartered in New York and Chicago, which provides strategic advice and counsel to Fortune 500 companies and families and individuals around the world. Welcome back, Robert. That's great to be back. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. So let's talk about let's talk about Steve Jobs. I mean, he's a controversial figure, <laughs> but let's talk about him. Um, he is a controversial figure, but uh, again, he kind of used the controversy to uh, jet it into uh, public life, and he just he, had, he I think he enjoyed the controversy uh, and liked the fact that things came up that he could respond to and push back on. And as he responded and pushed back, it became uh, a negative turned into a positive. And I think that's exactly what he did, what he had planned. And for many years, he did this. It just, just wasn't once. He did it for many, many years. Yeah, yeah. And he did a lot. I mean, but now if you talk about sort of negative programming and bullying and, you know, um, unkindness, you know, he's an example of that. Unfortunately, uh, there's been too much of that going on in our society today. I mean, we have uh, the people at CNN uh, and the Cuomo people. We have the governor of New York. We have many, many people who are involved in this. And uh, we have Bill Cosby, who is the funny man. He's supposed to be a great actor. He turned into a a really difficult man. Uh, So there are a lot of people like this, and they're being uncovered one by one. Yeah, well, I mean, but I think your point here in bringing up Steve Jobs is what he was able to do. He was a college dropout. He became a billionaire at 25. You know, he led Apple for nearly two decades. So, I mean, he made a tremendous contribution. So I think we need to look at that. Um, Well, Apple is one of the great companies of our time, and the people currently running it can take a lot of credit, but it would not have happened without Jobs. Mm. So I have a question, a little off the subject, but but related, and that is that you know you run a very big firm as a public relations firm. You work with you know Fortune 500 companies with with families that are very powerful. But what are some of the things that you find with these folks? And as you said, we've all taken hits. You know, we've all fallen down. What is it that you find your successful companies are doing? And I'm talking about now companies as a whole that have had issues. And maybe give us an example and what, what they've done or what you've helped them to do, whether it's through promotion or whether it's through marketing strategy or think tanks. Tell us about that. It's, it's, it's a great, uh, great question uh, because virtually every company, every person has a problem of one kind or another during their time. And the key is to take that problem 
shake it, turn it upside down, and turn it into a positive. There's a man who runs a huge company in uh, New Jersey, and he develops great, great products. In fact, Prince Philip, who was quite ill, he's now gone, of course, the uh, Queen's husband was ill. This guy developed a product for him and uh, tried to get it through to the palace, the Buckingham Palace, couldn't do it. But he eventually went to the concierge at the Ritz Hotel in London. And the Mm. concierge got him through. The product went to the prince. It frankly extended his life. And uh, the reason is this guy never gave up. He continued to try. When Buckingham Palace sniffed him and said, you're not going to get in here, he wouldn't accept that. The man Mm. saved a human life. Yeah. But it takes a certain amount of grit, doesn't it, Robert? You know, I mean, when you look at Colonel Sanders being rejected all those times and a lot of these people being rejected many times, but it it takes there's a grit. And do you think it's innate? Do you think it's just an innate drive or do you think it's something we can learn? I think we can learn it. I think we should need to hear it more often. Uh, It's not taught in the schools. Should be, but it's not taught in schools. It's occasionally it's taught in church. Uh, but eventually, people need to come to the grips with the fact that you can do something when you're knocked mm-hmm. to your knees. Get up and uh, start over again. Vince Lombardi, who used to be coach of the Green Bay Packers, was a great example. Later, later, the Washington Redskins was a great example of this. He said the best players are those who get knocked down and then stand up. And uh, mm-hmm. he was exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So let's talk about another, pick another person who you feel. I mean, you have incredible ones listed here, but who's another one that you would say that you've written about that would be a great example, particularly in business? Helen Keller is a great example. Helen Keller had terrible problems. Uh, She couldn't see. She had a very hard time talking. She had a very hard time moving. But she was a really smart person. And Helen Keller overcame it all just with her wisdom and her determination and her grit to be successful. She was a fantastic person. There are a lot of people that are not in the book that I wanted to have in the book. We literally had a list of over 200 people, and uh, it was just too much to write about. But uh, all these people had the same quality. Uh, Once they were knocked down, uh, and all of them were knocked down, they got up and they said, there's no such thing as a free lunch. We're going to take this mm. forward. And they did it. Mm. And uh, mm. that, I think, is everybody, everybody who's listening has a problem. I guarantee it. I don't know what their problem is, but they've got a problem. You simply mm-hmm. have to say to yourself, I'm better than this. I can overcome it. Here's what I can mm-hmm. do. Yeah. And sometimes it's huge. Sometimes it's a loss of a limb, right? Sometimes it's a loss of health. Sometimes it's a loss of finances. I mean, these can be huge things. But uh, as you are. said... They are huge things, but uh, you need somebody, I think, who's going to be near you and say, look, we can overcome these things. We can do this. And Mm -hmm. in my own life, there was a man that I worked with named Walter Seifert. And whenever Mm -hmm. I had a problem, Seifert would look at me and he'd say, you're not going to let this stop you, are you? you?" And uh, I was uh, stunned by what he he said. But then I said, no, I'm not going to let it stop me. I'm going to go forward. Mm -hmm. I owe my career to Walter Seifert. Yeah, talk also about people in your life, like you just said. I mean, because let's say this 
Robert, what if you didn't have someone like him? What if you had someone constantly telling you you couldn't do it? It might have made a difference. So talk about the importance of having those amazing people in your life. You've got to find somebody who's going to say to you, uh, you are good and you can be better. Uh, I had another book just mm-hmm. recently called Decisions. Uh, I didn't know where Decisions was going to going to go. It was going to sell or not. It became a bestseller in the Ukraine, of all places. Uh, but uh, mm. people said around the world, this is pretty good. We're going to take this and go forward with it. So you've got to really have that kind of encouragement at every step of the way. makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah. You can find those people, right, by the way, a- in your church. You can find them in business. You can find them in just in life generally. A waiter can say to you, look, man, I think mm-hmm. that you have a lot of talent. Let's figure out a way to, to use it. That can happen. Mm. Very positive. Mm. Did you always have this kind of attitude? I mean, were you raised with, with in a family where there was a lot of positivity, or is this something you learned along the way, Robert? Uh, a lot of positivity in the family. Uh, and uh, my dad in particular was quite extraordinary. I remember I was in Columbus, Ohio. I was going to get a bus to New York City, start my career, whatever that was going to be. And my dad sat across the table from me at lunch, eating a tuna fish sandwich with me. And he looked at me and he said, you know, you're going to be very successful. But if you hit a road bump, no, I'm here for you. That made a huge difference in my life. Mm-hmm. He was willing mm-hmm. to stand up and be counted. Mm-hmm. So having people mm-hmm. like that is a, big, is, a, is, a, is a major factor. I would say to every mother and father listening to the show, uh, say, say to your son or daughter, you're there for them. You're going to help them. You're going to take, take the next step with them. It's going to be a positive one. Easy to do. Right. Right. And also the expectations. Sometimes the parent, you know, wants that child to be a certain profession, but they don't want that. So what would you say there to encourage them to be where they want to be? What would you say? Right. <laughs> I would say to the parent, uh, you have an obligation to your uh, child, your son or your daughter to help make them uh, realize all the talent that they have. I would say to the son or the daughter, uh, you get blocked from time to time, sometimes even by your closest uh, relationships. Uh, Don't let it stop you. Uh, Here are examples of people who have made a difference in life. And uh, you should look look at the example. Mm Mm-hmm. How can people, we're going to come back and do two more segments. How can people find your book or find more about your work? Well, <laughs> I guess they can Google it up, and you can do it by just looking at my last name. That is not the easiest thing in the world, but that's one <laughs> thing you can do. Uh, the second thing you can do is look at the title of the book. And, uh, again, there's a lot in the book about that. Uh, I've had quite an interesting life myself. I've just... Uh, uh, frankly, uh, never really taken uh, huge credit for what I've done, but I've done some pretty significant things. Well, we'll talk more about that right after the break. 
All right. It's uh, really fascinating talking with you. All right. My guest today is Robert Dillerschneider, who has written dozens of books on the power of decisions to impact your life and your work. He's the founder of the Dillerschneider Group, headquartered in New York and Chicago, and his firm provides strategic advice and counsel to Fortune 500 companies and leading families and individuals around the world. His new book is Nailing It, How History's Awesome 20-somethings Got It Together. And it's about 25 men and women across history who took risks and exercised laser focus on their objectives when they had a lot of obstacles. Again, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Did you know that millions of people around the world do not have children? And yet the personal and professional experiences of people without children remain largely unacknowledged across cultures and within our personal networks. Public and workplace policies, media narratives, and educational content often reflect an unconscious bias, rendering our experiences invisible. New Legacy Radio engages these missing conversations with the voices of our community and allies and through committed action for meaningful change. New Legacy Radio, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Join hosts Navanav every week for Good Morning Canada. Our home is Canada, but our message and reach is boldly global. Our focus is on the alternative perspective, the hidden dimension, and the expansive horizon. Ideas are designed to be challenged, perceptions shattered, and information balanced. We invite you to visualize the converse viewpoint, dare to be inquiring, but always promise an hour of lively fun. Listen worldwide at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and we are back. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. And my guest today is Robert Dylan Schneider, and his brand new book is Nailing It, How History's Awesome 20-somethings Got It Together. And he, in his book, he introduces us to 25 men and women across history who took prudent risks, were oblivious to criticism, and exercised a laser-like focus on their objectives, including Jackie Robinson, Maya Angelou, Albert, Albert Einstein, Helen Keller, Steve Jobs, and, and many others, you know, really got their lives back together 
um, when they were older than in their 20s and, and certainly had a lot of obstacles in their young years. Uh, Robert Dylan Schneider is the founder of the Dylan Schneider Group, headquartered in New York and Chicago, and they provide strategic counsel and advice to Fortune 500 companies and leading families and individuals around the world. So welcome back, Robert. Great to be with okay. you. Thank you very much. All right. So what's something in your book that you wrote that you think might surprise people? It's a little bit of a trick question here. You know, that, that they may not expect to hear in a book like yours where you're talking about overcoming obstacles. Maybe what are some things that are a little, you know, a little surprising but positive? I think that uh, in the book, uh, Toulouse-Lautrec is a great example. Uh, he was in the red light district in, uh, in, in Paris, and Lautrec was generally looked down upon people, and he had all kinds of opportunities to do some pretty terrible things. Uh, but Lautrec said he wasn't going to do it, and he went forward in Montmartre and said, even in the face of these things which have enormous personal appeal, uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to create uh, writings and drawings and paintings that uh, shape the world. And that's that's what the man did. And uh, right. I think that you've got to have a resolve. You've got to say, I can do it. You can't let other people tell you you can't do it. And you can't, even though you might not work out in society every single day, you need to be able to say, I can do it. Life is going to be better because I showed up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Tell us about someone that you, you said you had so many people you could have put in the book, but you couldn't get everyone in. Who's someone that wasn't in the book that you think is really worth noting and talking about? Well, there are many people like that that uh, should be in the book. There was a man named Steve Smith, a uh, very common name. Uh, Steve Smith was the person in the Kennedy family who really ran the family. And the whole Kennedy clan was driven by Steve Smith. He made it happen. Uh, but there are many, many people like this, many people in science and uh, some in literature that uh, really were going no place. I mean, Herman Melville uh, was going no place as a writer. And all of a sudden, there was this book that came along called Moby Dick. And nobody liked Moby, Moby Dick for many, many years, but he stuck with it and continued to talk about Moby Dick. And today, it's a classic in our society. There are a lot of examples like that. So if you're doing something and you are concerned about it, if you think it has legs, if you think it has possibilities, keep it up, do it, and eventually you'll make something happen. Mm. Now, in the work that you do in public relations, what are some of the things that you do to help people become successful that you think that you'd like to share with us for people who you know may not be able to hire big public relations firms tomorrow? But what are some things that they should, should they, they be getting the word out on social media? Should they be doing blogs? Should they be doing podcasts? What do you think? You, you don't have to have a big public relations firm to be successful. What you have to do is you have to have an idea that captures people's imagination and which takes them up to a higher level. Uh, everybody has those ideas. It's just a matter of how you do it. So uh, as you're thinking about your life, and you're going no place, think to yourself, what idea do I have? What makes a sense? What's going to change society? And then figure out a way to, if you've got something that you think will change 
society and make it better, figure out a way to tell people uh, who are important in an idea how to do it. Again, history is rife with people like uh, people who did, did exactly that. People who felt that they were going no place, that uh, life was a terror for them, uh, but people who made the difference. I think it's really worth yeah. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. But as you said, it's, um, you know, don't let it stop you. Because a lot of people starting out, you know, they don't have the means to have um, the support that they might have. But today there's so many ways to get the word out on your own, right? Through social uh, media, through other <laughs> LinkedIn. Absolutely. Okay. You could do it through your own podcast. You can do it just by simply calling the Associated Press with a story. If you've got a good story, you can get on the AP wire. It'll go all over the country, perhaps even all over the world. You can do it by writing an op-ed piece for James Toronto at the Wall Street Journal. There are all kinds of ways to do it. It's just a matter of having the imagination and the interest in trying to figure out a way to get it out there. Yeah. So share with us another amazing story of someone that you think, let's take a look at this list here. Um, we talked about a lot of people. Some some people may not know. Um, let's take a look at Jackie Robinson and tell for people that don't know, he was called upon to break through a seemingly impenetrable racial barrier on the advice of his mentor. He was Jackie way ahead Robinson, of his time. Yeah. Jackie Robinson, remarkable man, number 42, uh, was asked by Branch Rickey many, many years ago. There were no colored people in baseball. Can you make the color line? You got the ability. Can you do it? And Robinson said yes. He was called up, and then, honestly, every single game for many, many, many months, he was ridiculed. But he said, uh, I'm going to step forward. I'm speaking really for all black men and women, and I'm going to make a difference. And he did it, but it just took a resolve on his part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not without conflict. I mean, it wasn't easy for him to get in, but he did break no, that barrier. Uh, conflict at every turn. And uh, yeah. people who just did not tolerate or want blacks around. Uh, women have that mm-hmm. problem in many cases today. They're, still, they're now mm-hmm. beating it. But a lot of men feel that uh, women don't carry anything to the party, which is totally not true. There's a woman in the book named Coco Chanel. You can't pick up yes. a magazine today without a, finding a Chanel ad and what this woman stood for. Real creativity. She actually created, with about a dozen artists, a program where if the artist didn't deliver something of quality in three days, they were gone. That's what she did. Remarkable, remarkable person. Yeah. There was a book about her. I interviewed someone several years ago who knew her and wrote a whole book about her. That she was, you know, really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. No no questions. Yeah. So, Robert, again, um, in terms of the building blocks to success, let's talk about the way we communicate with other people because that's another thing. You know, I mean, you can have the best idea and you can turn someone off. What would you say to people about communicating and the way they communicate an idea? Uh, Look at the other person's interests. Uh, What do they care about? And how can you take what you care about and twin it with what they care about? How do you do that? Look at people who can influence 
the individual you want to reach out to, and how do you get them off the dime to influence people? How do you make that happen? Look at people who are really in uh, harm's way and who have the chance to step out and step away from a problem which is going to exist in most corporations or organizations. Uh, they think the problem is going to go away. It never goes away. You've got to really find a way to make it uh, a reduced rather so it's not a serious issue. Yeah, so it's understanding and it's also listening, right? I mean, sometimes when we talk, we're not always listening to what the other person's saying or getting it from their point of view. I, I think, think at the dinner table, if you've got a half a dozen people around the table, you should, after the course of maybe the second meal, second course, look up and say to people, what did Smith uh, say? What did Black say? What are you really to say. So people yeah. have been, yeah. been through that experience once. I say to themselves, I don't want that to happen again. And I'm going to make sure that it doesn't. And to make sure that it doesn't, just say to yourself, I have an idea. I'm going to advance it. And then I'm going to ask other people what they think of the idea. So I'll get a dialogue going about my idea. And eventually, I'll get a one plus one equals three or five or seven. And that'll create a tremendous reaction from uh, the people around that table and toward the idea. And you'll have helped yourself in the process. Great, great advice. Great advice, Robert. It's really like a think tank, right? You create your own think tank. That's exactly what, what it is. Yeah. Well, I think um, it's also important, really. All right. We've got about a minute to break, so just tell people again how they can find your book and and also or speak with you and your website, and then we'll come back after the break. So share that with us. Okay. The easy way to find the book is just go to the website, uh, rld at dgi-nyc.com. That's an easy way to find the book. Amazon has the book out there. It's doing quite well. You can go to major bookstores. It's in major bookstores in most communities. You can do it that way. You can also reach out to the media because most of the media have covered the book one way or the other, and they'll tell you how to get the book, how to get access to it. If there's anybody out there who's listening and they want to create a situation where I can make a number of copies of the book available to their group, I'm more than happy to do that. All right. And again, the website is... The website is rld at dgi-nyc.com. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Robert. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more to Robert Dillon Schneider about his book, Nailing It, How History's Awesome 20-somethings Got It Together, where he profiles 25 people, luminaries, men and women across history who took risks and really made it happen. All right, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Planning for college? 
Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance at success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune into All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Mondays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety channel what are the labels that identify us who are we and how do we figure out our place in the world do we own our narrative if you were to create your biography today what would it say about you listen for dropping in with host diane dewey the author of the award-winning memoir fixing the fates diane and her guests will give their version of finding themselves find out about your authenticity by dropping in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hello, everyone, and we are back. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And we are talking to Robert Dylan Schneider, and he's the author of the new book, Nailing It, How History's Awesome 20-somethings Got It Together, where he introduces us to 25 men and women across history who took risks and later in life really made it happen and early in life had tremendous obstacles. He's written dozens of books on the power of decisions to impact your life and your work, and he's the founder of the Dylan Schneider Group headquartered in New York and Chicago, providing strategic advice and counsel to Fortune 500 companies and leading families and individuals around the world. So, welcome back, Robert. It's just great Our, to be on the show, and thank you. Thank you. So, let's talk about kind of what's happening now in the world. You know, there's a lot of unrest. How do we turn that around? I mean, particularly in the media, public relations, there's a lot of spin. A lot of people don't believe what's happening, they don't believe what they're reading. Talk about that. Uh, it's amazing what's going on in the world today. We really should not have the problem in the Ukraine. We should be able to figure out a way to cut through it. And the way to cut through it is to get people talking with one another, to get people voicing their concerns, to find out ways to use the resources that the Ukraine might have for other parts of the world. Ukraine is one of the rich, richest and wealthiest countries uh, in the, on the face of the earth. All they have to do is figure out a way to use that good stuff so other people can benefit from it. Uh, the Russians, you've got to ask, them, ask yourself, and I'm sure they ask themselves, why are we doing this? Well, if the answer is world domination, and it might be, the question is, why do they want to do that? 
Because once you dominate something, you create and have all the problems that dominance leads to. So there's got to be something there. And the way to find that out is to have people start talking with one another. It's very critical to do that. And then to find a way to broadcast what they're talking about so people around the country, around the world, see that people are working towards solutions. Yeah, yeah. And how would you go about doing that? What are some of your suggestions? Well, the one way to do it is to start podcasting. That's one way to one way to do it. Second way to do it is by uh, offering invitations to kind of come and speak and have a dialogue about it. Third way to do it is to use the press and say in the press, we want to have an open dial dialogue with the other other side, other people. There are many many ways to do this. What you shouldn't do is hide down in the hole and say, I'm not going to talk to these people. That's a very bad thing to do. Mm, yes. Yeah. Well, um, as you said, it's all about the communication. And um, you talked before about how young people um, need to step up to the plate more. Give an example of that. You know, sometimes young people in their 20s uh, don't have the opportunities in the beginning. Sometimes they do. In certain fields, you know, they can move to the top quickly, but not in every field. So how would you suggest that they, you know, really start to build um, some strong networks and success in their 20s? Young, young Young people should look into themselves and say, I'm 20, one day I'm going to be 25, and one day I'm going to be 30. What do I do to get there in a positive way? Young people should say, Mr. Jones or Miss Smith is a mentor to me. How can I ask them for what they can do to help me go forward? Young people should look at the situation around them in the world, in their community, in their country, and say, I can make a contribution and make life better because I showed up. There are all kinds of things that young people can do. They simply have to stick, stand up, as the people of the book did, and say, I've got an idea. You can count on me. Let's go forward. That's what really what has to happen. It's got to be a positive idea, something people hear, see, and feel good about. So talk about one thing that I think stops a lot of young people, and that's money, finances, resources, and debt. You know, they've got college debt. They walk out, they're going, how am I going to create something new? I just need a job. What would you say to that, Robert? Uh, debt is a huge issue. And uh, the first thing you have to do in debt is be prudent about how you spend your money. Uh, if you're prudent and you say to yourself, I have a budget and this is how I'm going to do it, that's the way to do it. When I started in business myself, I used to have 10 or 11 envelopes and I would put my salary into those envelopes and I would then use the envelope as a way to, to do things. You need to do something like that to husband your money. You also need to look for ways you can get more money. And there are many, many examples. There are self-help groups. There's loaning uh, from banks. There are all kinds of ways to get more money. And with more money, you then use that as a platform on which to base where you're going to go into the future. All kinds of ways to do that. Don't, don't just say, I'm stuck. There's no place for me to go. Use your imagination. And by, by doing that, you'll find places to go. I cannot tell you the number of people that come to me and say, I've tried everything. And the fact is, 
They've tried very little. So mm-hmm. figure out what more you have to try to make your life better, then go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. All right, share one more story with us, one more inspirational story from your book, and then your message for today. You know, what is your message in all of this? Um, either or, a story or just what is your message? What do you want to leave our listeners with? I want to leave your listeners with the idea that uh, no matter how difficult uh, your problem might be, no matter how many people say no to you, no matter how many people say uh, just go back and uh, in your hole and do nothing, I want to leave all those people with the idea that they have imagination, they have talent, they have the ability, and now it's time to figure out a way to show that. Never give up. Never give up. That's really important mm-hmm. to never give up. Just keep driving at it. I think in time, you'll find the results are very positive. Thank you so much. You've been very inspirational, Robert, on this program today, really. And again, if people, thank you, if people wanted to write to you or ask you for advice, um, can they do that through your website? They can certainly do it through the website, and I'll respond within 12 hours. So you will hear back from me, no matter who you are or what you say. You will hear back. Thank you. And what is your website again? RLD at dgi-nyc.com. All right. Well, it's just been an honor and pleasure to work with you, truly, and and to be inspired, truly. Thank you. It's been a great pleasure to be with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, stay on the line for a second. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Um, Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Um, You can find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. If you'd like to get a copy of my newsletter, Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. And if you'd like to get your positive message out, I'd love to help you uh, create your own podcast. I've interviewed about 5,000 people in four decades, and so I really love to get that positive messaging out, whether I'm doing it through my interviews or you're doing it through yours. So do contact me. And again, have a wonderful week. And um, all right, everyone. Bye for now. I'm Patricia Raskin. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. 